Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Corner of Colfax and York here in sunny and very hot Denver, Colorado. And uh, it's a classic RK and Zach episode. <laughs> Let's go, baby. A throwback. How many years did we do just you and me? So we started doing the pod every day, full time, 2017 season. Yes, because it would have been the Paxton yeah. Simeon <laughs> yeah. training camp. Yep, exactly. So 2017. Uh, and uh, 2018. 2018 and then Mace joined 2019 I think Mace would have joined okay. 2019 okay. the covid year yep you're right so you're right. right felt like more it really did feel like more <laughs> damn i guess it's because we've been doing it together with other people that's thrown true. in for since 2017 that's true uh, also you hear not on the ones and twos today that would be Alyssa. yeah there we go and you know i'm joined by by my boss guy Big boss. Oh my god! Don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started. Ryan loves when you call him boss. I actually don't normally care. Yeah. But the situation <laughs> I just had at the not local coffee shop, mm. where I was asking for the smallest favor, <laughs> and the guy said no, and in the process called me boss. All I wanted was a little piece of tape or something to cover this because I was riding my electric scooter, and he continuously said no. Yeah, I asked for like three different things that I knew they had. You were trying to be a problem solver. Yeah. I was like, well, just print one of the labels <laughs> with no name on it. Then I'll put that over it because I want to be able to scooter without worrying about it spilling. He's like, nah, boss, we don't have that. It's like, all right, fuck you. Steam just coming out of your ears. <laughs> yeah, I literally stormed out. Um, so today we're going to get into the running back rankings put mm. out by Pro Football Focus. We're going to talk about just how much Javante Williams takes this team up in the running back rankings and just how much it goes down without him in the running back rankings. But first, oh. Christian McCaffrey is the photo on this on this list. 
Did you see the moment he had at the Zach Bryan concert? Man, he was up there on stage, wasn't he? <clears throat> he was up on stage and hit a little piano solo. Wow. Do we think it was actually him? Yes. Or what would be the what would be voice dubbing for piano? Um, you know, when you lip sync. Remember when you did you ever like have a friend or have one of those keyboards that would play automatically? <laughs> right, right. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> you just press a button and it just starts playing. Yeah. So that is possible that he could have done that. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. But like, he's up there. I, I mean, I'm sure it's a little bit part of the show. I would guess that Zach Bryan knew, like, tested his yeah, abilities. I'm sure. Uh, but Zach Bryan's like, we'll see if he can play. <laughs> and then like, they hits the solo time, and you just, you know, da 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 da. I did. How did it come to be though? Was Christian? Well, he's probably just a fan. He's was he town. like backstage yeah. and brought him out? Okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I know. Um. Allie, Red Rocks too. Allie made a funny joke that, of course, the Valor kid can no, play piano. Of course, of course. You knew he was raised on that. Yeah. <laughs> so who on the Broncos would be most likely to be able to hit a piano solo at Red Rocks? Hmm. So think of Valor kids. <laughs> um, man, that's a that's a great question. Uh, the Mike McGlinchey? Hmm. Valor kid, huh? <laughs> what, a, what an insult. I mean, he went to Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is the Valor of yep, college football. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a good guess. You know, Russell Wilson has a grand piano in his house. Never played a note. You're probably right <laughs> on that. He has one of those Christmas ones where that, you know, at the mall where the piano is just playing itself. That's what I was yeah. just talking about. Yeah, but like a, a real one, but like yeah. a grand piano. Yeah. Um, oh, there's like a, you're talking about like the little like robots. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. There's like little things that, that can like slide scale. on keys. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, Ben Powers, he seems like someone who has uh, diversified interests. Big but nimble fingers. Yep. Yeah, yep. I like that. What about the defensive side? Justin Simmons. Yeah, that's who, I, that's who my head went to as well. Yeah. I don't really see Josie or Alex Singleton no, cranking too, it out. Too much brute force. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Same with defensive line, right? Yeah, maybe Cortland. Okay, I could see it. Yeah. Also, big hands got to help on the piano. I mean, Jerry... If you see his footwork, if it's that true. translates to his he's, finger he's work, killing it on that'd the pedals. be impressive. <laughs> oh, the pedals would be would be going, yes. Uh, so <laughs> we just said big and small guys. Uh, probably Brandon McManus before he got the axe here. This is gonna be one of those things where you guys had never heard of Zach Bryan, and now he's just gonna constantly pop up in your life. Yeah, so he did pop up yesterday with mm -hmm. the Christian McCaffrey, but uh still don't know if I've heard his music. It's good stuff. Okay. Um, but it's country. It's, I would say it's a blend of country, bluegrass a little bit, and wow. folk. Wow. That could be very polarizing to some people. Could be. Yeah. It's my kind of thing. Yeah. It's like a, do you like, do you know Tyler Childers? No, never heard the name. No. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, I was talking, this happened to me yesterday on the Buff Show. Because I was talking about Nathaniel Rateliff. I know him. Hey, yeah, 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 there of we course go. I do. And Jake nor Alyssa had ever heard of him. Wow. And Alyssa thought that was Harry Potter. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe. Yes, yes, like yes, yes. Pretty not, close. Not too bad. Pretty yeah, close. Pretty yeah. close. Um, I could like I'll i I'll say what I said on the buff show, which is I drive by like the Fillmore, the Ogden, yeah. and like the Gothic every day on yep. on the way home from work. And especially at the Fillmore. Every single day, 
There is a band I've never heard of playing, mm. or an artist, I should say, mm. uh, and a line around the block. Wow. And I'm just like, that's so cool. I thought you were going to say, then you go home and listen to one of their songs. No, and I was going to say, man, you sometimes are diversifying I do. Like, yourself. Legitimately, I don't know if you've ever seen this. Like, the, the line will go all the way around an entire block. Wow. Um, and sometimes when I see a crowd that big, I'll be like, I got to see. I got to hear what this is. <laughs> those, those venues are huge, too. Yep. Yep. And, f you know, they're general admission, so. Right. Earlier you get there, yep, the better see yep. you get. It's, it's very true. Um, man, that uh, I don't know if I could do country, folk, and bluegrass. I'm sorry, Zach. I bet you could. Think so? Yep. Is it Zach? It's good listening. Okay. I don't, I don't know. So I'll, I'll send a, you like a three-song list. I'm My music taste is pop. Mm-hmm. That's about it. I would say that a lot of people who like pop like this kind of okay, music. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give it a try. Like, there's a lot of hits in there. Okay. The hits, so many hits that I've never heard of them. Well, yeah, because your horizons are too narrow. <laughs> I'm willing to expand. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create, like, a list of just good songs that I don't think people around here have heard of. Mmm. Again, could be, uh, could be dicey. Could be. Could be. But I, uh... I don't know. Do you just like good music? Like, there's certain like I do. To me, doesn't matter the genre. There's a level of song that will just make me feel good. Any genre. Any genre. Any genre. <sighs> I mean, because there's people that would argue that some screamo is good music. And to be honest, I've heard some good songs from that genre. Okay, you're losing me. You're losing me. I don't think those exist. It's, it's kind of. It was when I was younger, you know, a little yep. more rebellious. Yeah, yeah, Some yep. more angst. Yep. You wore black that didn't have, like, gold on it, yeah, more just like, black. More like skulls and crossbones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but, like, there, I, I can think of a few songs where I'm like, I have to listen to that again. Oh, boy. Yeah, I think I'm going to pass on that one. But I... It scares me when those songs <laughs> come on. I want to crawl in a hole. <laughs> I want to run away. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's get into the Broncos, who... <laughs> probably scare me more than that music wow uh, wow that's oh. very true and i'm scared about this running back room so yeah. let's dive in uh and we'll start with this article that you sent me uh from pro football focus where do you think the broncos are with where javante williams is right now according to a national brand that goes off of analytics where do you think their running back room ranks right now and to be fair they do have the question of Javante Williams' health in there. They're not saying he's not going to play. They're not saying he's absolutely going to play, but just kind of his health's in question, like it truly is. So I haven't looked yet. Good. Um, 16. 16? Average. Yep. You're not too far off. I think they would just be like kind of playing it safe. Okay. Put them in the middle. They might go up. They might go down. And that's very fair. I think that's probably where they should be with Javante's injury being in question. Um, so... I told you that you're close. Do you think they think they're above average or below average? Uh, Javante below. Williams, Samaj P. Ryan, and that's really it. That's kind of what they're basing this off because then you have Tony Jones Jr., Tyler Beatty, um, those guys. If Hank was here, he would say, don't just write off Tyler Beatty. It's very true. It's very true. You just call him uh, end of the roster, Hank. End of the roster. Yeah, that's what he is. Or he even loves. like not even on the roster, Hank. True. Like could potentially be on the roster <laughs> later, yeah. Hank. Honestly, may <clears throat> make the, the practice squad, Hank. I do. I mean, Tyler Beatty did excite me. Oh, I'm, I don't want to look. Uh, I'm going to say they dropped it down a little to 18. Okay. You're close. 
You're close. 20th oh, is oh. where the Broncos are. So you could say slightly below average. You could say almost bottom 10 running back group. And here's what PFF has to say about the Broncos room right now. They say the big question for the Broncos is the health of Javante Williams, who suffered a torn ACL in week four of 2022 after an impressive rookie campaign in 2021. If he's back to that level, the Broncos have a lead back who forced 63 missed tackles on 203 carries as a rookie and added another eight on 43 receptions. If he's not fully healthy, then there's a lot of reliance on Samaj P. Ryan, who has seen over 100 carries just twice in his six-year career. He's coming off the second-best year of his career, though, averaging 3.07 yards after contact per carry and earning a 77.2 PFF rushing grade. Okay. Um, as we're doing this show, I'm doing a little bit of investigative journalism. Mm, on what? Ticketmaster. Ah, yes. <clears throat> Other fees, Ryan. I don't know yet. I'm currently in the queue. Uh, one person in line ahead of me. <clears throat> Wait, oh. it, it's, it's, the tickets have been sailed for 12 minutes and there's only one person in line ahead of you? Well, not a lot of people want to go to Friday, July 28th practice, I guess. That's the very first one. I know. Well, the, uh, everyone knows that's the worst one to go to. It's because you're not on back together... Saturday. Saturday. Weekend. Presented by The Weekend. <laughs> um, okay, here's the first thing it tells me. Availability and pricing are subject to change. Resale ticket prices may exceed face value. I don't think anyone's selling these for free, so yeah. All right, let's see what we got here. I just need one. I know the date. That should be popping right now. <clears throat> here we go. It's loading. I'm at checkout. Okay. Loading, loading. Tell me it's free. Tell me it's free. Total free. What? Can you like buy those? But it's asking me for a payment. Yeah. That's it's, not good. So you need a credit card? It's because fees are about to hit you, aren't they? I think it's because they just want to be able to track who's there. Okay. With your credit card? No fees. No fees. When you're talking I'm about this. I'm going to release this ticket so I don't steal it from someone. I love that. When you're talking about this, Ryan, the day that people want to go to, especially if you work a Monday through Friday job, try to get tickets for Saturday, August 5th, because you think, well, I want to go to like the first weekend practice. It would be the the back together weekend. Mm -hmm. Is that what we're calling it? Um, it's the second practice of camp. You can go there. You, you can go to that one, but there's going to be no pads. There's going to be no pads for the first <clears throat> three-ish practices. So if you wait a full week, then you'll be able to see the team in pads. And i got to imagine that this team is going to be in pads pretty much every single day once they're allowed to put them on. Probably. So that it would be the one that It is the bummer when you end up going to the one where they don't have pads. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And it's more of a walkthrough easy. Unfortunately, for last year's uh, crowd, that was every third day. This year, it's not going to oh. be the case. Also... <clears throat> uh, heard an unsubstantiated rumor, which I Ooh. love a good unsubstantiated rumor, um, that someone complained that they felt unsafe with the, the size of crowds that were there last year to like Arapahoe County or whatever. And then they went and like audited it. Is this unsubstantiated rumor a fan or someone in the organization? Uh... It's a not a good source. Not a good source. Not a good source. But they had a they had some things to say. But a so it could be true. Outside or inside? Outside source. Outside, outside a the source organization. Not close to the situation. Okay, okay, okay. Told me an unsubstantiated rumor. Okay, okay. that no, someone I like complained. This. I love unsubstantiated rumors. Yeah. 
Um, they may have even said it was a reporter who complained. Wow. I mean, that's... It's, it's just interesting that there's now a limit that's severely le- or significantly less than what it was last year. Yeah. I mean, you had over 7,000 people at one training camp practice last year. Now it's 3,000. Yep. Is the max. Yes. And I heard that it's actually 3,200, but they're holding on to like... Is that an unsubstantiated yes. rumor? Yes. Wow. You're just all in on yes. these uh, rumors of camp. Yeah. I love a good... Uh, I love a good rumor that really doesn't matter. I think they're also the Arapahoe County building that's there. They're like redoing their parking lot. And so maybe that's impacting the parking that's there as mm. well. Not quite sure about that unsubstantiated rumor as nice. well. Nice. Nice. Um, good one. So who knows what it is? Or honestly, it could just be Sean saying, let's just let, let, let's temper down how many people can be here. <clears throat> I'm just glad that I won't have to park in East Narnia. Oh. Uh, oh to go and practice oh my gosh or you know there's signs everywhere that's like you can't park here you can't park here and it's like there's ten thousand parking spots why can't i just park there once yep well uh a couple times i carpooled with henry yep and when i am driving my car especially when we're parking in a field <clears throat> i'll just park it anywhere yeah like what are they gonna do give me a ticket for parking on the wrong piece of grass <laughs> um is Hank a little diva? And I was like, Henry, just flip a bitch and just park it right there. <laughs> and he was like, no, no, no. And drove us all the way to the back left corner of the parking lot. And then you, by the end, you can't even see through your windshield because just dust, dust and dirt yeah, everywhere. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I was like half in the lane. It didn't affect anyone. <laughs> Ryan, just made ta- someone go like this to go around my car. <laughs> you talk about green, and you know what just comes to my mind? You talk about grass and green. Kind love. AG1, almost. <laughs> you could go one, you could go the other. I think of AG1, because that's how I start my morning. Some people start their morning with kind love. I start mine with AG1. And AG1, we've told you guys about AG1 before, but it gives you everything you need to start your day. Uh, it's the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. I drink it every day because it Starts your day with everything that you need. Greens, superfoods, probiotics, uh, vitamins, literally everything that your body needs. You get that when you take AG1. And we're giving you a deal. If you go to drinkag1.com slash Broncos, you're going to get one free year supply of, a, of vitamin D and five free travel packs. It's summer travel time right now. You're going to want these travel packs because AG1, it's delivered with a nice little package that you put uh, in the in the fridge to keep it good, but then you can't really take that. It's not easy to travel with. So the five free travel packs are huge. So make sure to check them out to get everything that you need. It's less than three dollars a day, and it gives you all high quality sourced ingredients. So check them out. Drinkag1.com/broncos to get that one free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs. You know what an underrated part of Athletic Greens is? What you mentioned a little bit, but the container. Uh huh. It's just like a just a high quality container. It, it is. It like is. it's just like when you unscrew it, it kind of yep. just slides off perfectly. Yep, yep. And some of these places like give you things like this, but it's like it's gonna deteriorate after a month of use or something. This one's like if I'm ever forever. done using AG in there, I might just wash that and put like valuables in it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, that's not something you toss away. Yeah, yeah, like some jewelry. I mean, it's like a it's like a really nice water bottle material. But then it has the that just like Cat. seal. Yeah. <laughs> it's like gold or something yes. you put in there. Yes, exactly. 
thinking a lot about gold recently because I'm watching Outer Banks on Netflix. Mm, I was thinking you could be watching Outer Banks. You could be thinking about the Nuggets uh, as you were in a Nug Life gold shirt, which is just shining, by the way. Yeah, uh, or you could have been thinking about CU Buffs. It's true. I mean, a lot of gold I, in your life. I really do just mostly think about gold. So most do they of my get thoughts. the treasure in Outer Banks? I, I don't, saw I midway just, through. I just finished season two. There's okay. another season and, and another got, season after that. And they still haven't got the treasure? There's been lots of, you know, trials and tribulations. Wow. <laughs> these, guys, these, these teenagers are really going through it. I don't want to spoil They're anything. They're the oldest looking teenagers I've ever seen. I actually looked up to see how they old like they were. 27 or something? The youngest is the girl... Uh, and she is, she was 24 at the oh time. Oh my god! And they're casted as 16. <laughs> yes, that's why when in high school I'm watching these things, I'm like, these are not my people at all. No, like no. They, these people look 10 years old. It's because they were. Probably makes you like a little self conscious when you're in high school. Oh, you're like, is this big, what high schoolers are supposed to look big like? Big time. I'm 80 pounds, and I'm like, what in the like, world? Where's my little five o'clock <laughs> shadow? <laughs> I know, seriously. <laughs> uh, also, a shout out to our friends over at Pins and Aces. Uh, I'm going for a little twilight golf round today, mm. which is this is the best time of year for twilight since the sun's out the longest. Yep. And there's just oh, there's just maybe nothing better than like teeing off on the 15th hole at 7 p.m. And it's still perfectly light out, but yep. the sun isn't hitting you. Yep. Oh, so you're not you're not sweating bullets anymore. Nope. And I will be wearing pins and aces, which mm -hmm. even if it was hot, would still be keeping me cool because it's got a nice light whisking almost a silky material yep. uh, that i just love putting on i might even throw on my pins and aces hat too because mm. it has a little magnet on the side so you can just put your ball marker wow. right there on your hat they've thought of everything they have they really have so shout out to our friends over at pins and aces family-owned colorado-based business that's my favorite kind of business uh, and you can use the code dnvr to receive 15 percent off your first order and free ship hit us with a thumbs up when you're watching on youtube we'd really really appreciate it helps us out it's free also five star review over on apple spotify wherever you listen to podcasts those things really really help us and Miles the Mascot wants you to drop a like as well. Mm. If you're listening on the podcast, Miles the Mascot is on our screen right now with thumbs up. Can we get a new one with Thunder? Mm. Thunder runs across the screen oh, and says drop a like on a flag. Dang. I was going to say, is Thunder <coughs> going to give a thumbs up? But no, drop a like on a flag. I love it. Yeah. Dang. You're really thinking. I, you're kind of in your bag I these told last you, 24 hours. told you yesterday yep. creative juices weren't really flowing. Yep. Today, they're back. Yeah. Pretty funny. During yesterday's show, you said the best time of the day is kind of like right after this podcast ends because that's when your day, your your more personal day gets started. And then we sat in a two-hour meeting. Yeah. That's usually... Yeah. I, I was thinking more like four o'clock. Four o'clock. Okay. Okay. And that's pretty much when our meeting ended yesterday. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not cut out for that. For long meetings, long, long meetings don't don't jive with. But me. isn't that like what your day is outside of a couple podcasts? No, because I, I'm just like very upfront with people about myself. So I'm just like, hey, you got me for 45 minutes. Mm, so you do have meetings. They're just not yeah, super long. I can do 45 typically. minute meetings all day long. Yep. Um, two hour meetings. I can't do it. I knew this one was going to be two hours. I literally I had to go home and take a nap after that. <laughs> Drained me all the way to zero. Wow. I, t I told Dre, I was like, this is going to be a two-hour meeting. He's like, we'll schedule it for 45 minutes. Okay, man. Yeah. We had two like hours a later. 6.30 dinner plans. And I was like, at 5 o'clock, I was like, I have to take a nap or else I'll just be a zombie at dinner. And how was dinner? Great. Fire on the mountain. Oh, fire. So literally. good. Did you go super hot? Uh, I went 
extra hot, which is one level hot, less than the hottest. What is the hottest but called? It's called El Jefe. Oh, yeah, that but sounds I got, hotter. I always get a side of El Jefe. Uh, so I can just dude, control how much I want. With the extra hot sauce already on? Yeah. Then you so dip extra it? Extra hot buffalo with a side of El Jefe. You're crazy. You're crazy. I wish I could do that. So good. I would... I might die. Yeah. You know, some people are built different. <laughs> okay, bud. <laughs> um, uh, buddy? Bud. No, bud. Bud? Bud's the one that gets under your skin. No, that you said that gets under your boss. skin. Boss. Yeah, you're right. Okay, <laughs> boss. Thanks. Um, let's talk about Javante Williams. If, and as Pro Football Focus said, I think we're approaching it the same way. If Javante Williams is healthy, that's key for the Broncos. If he's not, big time concern. So let's just talk about, because right now, just to reset, Sean Payton says that they expect Javante Williams to be ready to go at the start of training camp. Don't really know what ready to go means. If that means he's 100%, if that just means he's going to be on the practice field, which we did see him on the practice field during mandatory minicamp. So we do have to take that with a grain of salt. That could be kind of a way that Sean Payton is not misleading, but just kind of leaving it very open and vague about where Javante is because he hasn't said he's 100% ready to go with the start of camp. So because there's uncertainty, because even if Javante is out there in the first day of training camp, I'm still going to be not skeptical, but cautiously optimistic, very still cautiously until he's out there week one getting 20 handoffs in a game and then bounces back the next week and does it again. If he does that two weeks in a row, week one, week two, I'm going to say, okay, he's good. He, he's ready to go. He's had that workload, taken hits, and then also recovered and done that again. So for many more months, I'm still going to be very cautious about Javante Williams. So let's just, how important is Javante Williams' health in this situation? Um, if they have Javante Williams, how good is this running back room, Ryan? Um... <clears throat> This might be extreme, but I think you're asking me the same question as how important is Russell Wilson's health to the quarterback room? Pretty damn important. Yes, extremely important because what do you have behind him? A backup, which is okay. I'm, I like Samaj P. Ryan. He's solid. I also kind of like Jared Stidham. Yeah, you do. He's solid. You, um, you got to Stidham for him. <laughs> he threw for over 350 yards against the best defense in the league. Wild. Yeah. So... Uh, that's the way I feel about Samaj P. Ryan is like, okay, yeah, very strong backup. Yep. You don't want that person starting for you. Now, the, the difference between the quarterback room and the running back room is quarterback has no choice but to touch the ball on every play. Right. Um, and running back, you can kind of scheme around. But if I told you that there's no Russell Wilson, rate the quarterback room, you would rate it pretty low. Yes, very low, very low. And I feel the same way about Javante. I completely agree. And kind of as PFF said about Samaje, he had a great year last year. He's a great number two running back. Without not without going through all the number two running backs in the NFL, he's one of the best number two running backs in the NFL. Ryan, that's why he got $3.5 million per season mm -hmm. as a backup. Remember, Melvin Gordon last year as kind of, well, kind of that 1B running back because Javante was at 1A. He got two, $2 million last year. So Samaje almost doubled that knowing he was a backup here just shows how good he's and how well he's thought of as a number two. Yeah, and it doesn't sound like a lot of money, but I remember, I believe it was one year, three million that Philip Lindsay got from the Texans when yep. he left the Broncos. Yep. And it was the third biggest running back contract given out that offseason. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's that's that's crazy. Yeah. And I mean, you just see the running back market right now. No one wants to pay running back. So three and a half million on the uh, second day of free agency shows how they feel of him. But the issue with Samaje is he can do it all, but he's never done it all all the time. He's, he's never been that one. He's always been behind Joe Mixon uh, and always had someone ahead of him. So you're just really rolling the dice, which scares the hell out of me. And then once you elevate him to number one, what you're doing at number two is you're elevating Tony Jones Jr., who is, I think, had like 15 career Henry's NFL carries. Yeah, he loves him. I haven't even mentioned Tyler Beatty. Yeah. Is he it Batty Beatty? Like... I always get confused. You guys say Beatty, so I just trust Beatty? you. Um, I feel if, like it should be if, Batty. If Henry's, I mean, he should change it to Batty if it's not. Yeah. Um, if Henry says it's Batty, he knows the end of the roster like well, no one else. He said Beatty. Yeah, he said Beatty. Yes, so Beatty, and that's just very scary if either of those guys are your number two. Um, it With Samaje being fully healthy. If we're being honest, it's not even really a room without Javante. Yeah, it's true. Because with all due respect to the two players, Tony Jones and Tyler Beatty, are replacement level players. You can find them at any time of the year anywhere. Yep. Yep. hundred percent. Like remember, uh, 2016, the Broncos just brought in Justin Forsett <laughs> yeah. in like week 12 and like he had a couple of good plays or whatever, but, yeah. um, there's always a guy out there, man. You're in your bag with Justin Forsett. That's impressive. Thank you. That's Thank very, you. he was a baller too. At the end of that season, randomly at dinner last night, talked about Nick Vanette. Wow. Which it, I had to dig really deep into yeah. my brain. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure his last name is Vanette. And Spencer's like, oh, Nick Vanette. I'm like, yes. Damn, that is impressive. Um, where were we? Where were we with this conversation? We were talking about how you can always find oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. A, a Tony Jones or a Tyler Beatty just on the market. So it's not really a room. And that, those guys, again, with all due respect, I yeah. actually... You know, that was an exciting play from Tyler Beatty at the end of last year. That's yeah. like, oh, okay, maybe he's got a little something. Yeah. But there's a lot of guys out there who have a little something. Exactly. A hundred percent. So let's say that Javante Williams is a hundred percent healthy going into this season. Um, and he's healthy throughout the entire season. The Broncos right now are 20th with PFF. Let me just read you the teams ahead of them. You tell me if the Broncos should be ahead of them or if we should drop them or that's kind of where they are. So we'll if figure Javante's out. If Javante's healthy. If Javante's 100% healthy, there's okay. nothing to worry about about his health. Number 19, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They have Travis Etienne. And a rookie. And third-round rookie Tank Bigsby. Um, with Javante and Samaje, I put them ahead. I agree with that. New England Patriots, uh, they have Stevenson, who actually has been like really good when he's played, and da uh, no, Damian Harris is no longer on the team. So really, uh, it's Stevenson. And a fourth-round pick. Yeah. Oh, no, a second-round, a second-year player, Pierre Strong Jr., yep. who 80% of the people listening to this podcast have never heard of. Yep. Um, Broncos ahead. I agree. The Dolphins um, PFF says the Dolphins backfield is deep. Even if there's not one player that jumps out, they have names like Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson. Um, and now this one could change if they get Dalvin cook, but right now they don't have Dalvin cook. And speaking of Dalvin cook really quick, Ryan, uh, yesterday, Tom Pelissero was on the rich Eisen show and for, was talking about the teams in the AFC East that are interested in Dalvin Cook and said every team makes sense except for the Bills. And when he was just talking about the AFC East, the only team outside of the AFC East he brought up was the Broncos. Mm. He said, um, you know, these three teams in the AFC East are, are teams to keep an eye on. Oh, and don't forget the Denver Broncos. And then his connection cut out 
uh, on the interview, but oh. kind of interesting. So interesting. Denver Broncos maybe aren't dead in this. It's like in a movie when they're like saying their last words, but they don't finish them. <laughs> yeah. Like we talked about yeah, this, the yeah, Ocean's yeah, Eleven. Yeah. Whatever you do, don't <laughs> gone under any circumstance. <laughs> um. They also got uh, one of my favorite rookies, yeah, Devon A. Kane, Connie, something along those lines. Just a lightning um, bolt. Exactly. And it's so funny. I love that uh, these coaches are going off the Shanahan tree, the Kyle Shanahan tree, mm-hmm. and just doing the same thing, like just double, triple down on speed with your yeah. skill position players. And, you know, like there was a year where um, the Niners had like Raheem Mostert, who's blazing, who's yep. now on the Dolphins. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tevin Coleman, yep. who's fast. Yep. Uh, gosh, who was the other guy they had? Another one. Oh, the little guy, Matt Breida. The little guy. Yep, yep, yep. Who's blazing fast? They just like, and they just kept getting hurt. They just bring in another guy. Like, just give us a guy with four three speed. We'll create the uh, hole, and he just has to run through it. And what's so funny is the Miami Dolphins backfield is the exact same yep. as what San Francisco had. I mean, even the same players. Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson. <clears throat> um, can you tell that? Uh, former San Francisco coach is now running the Dolphins. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty obvious. To me, I'm still taking the Broncos here because I do like the Dolphins, but There's they no just don't star. have that dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I do think Javante is a star. Let me just say this, though. Without Javante, that room is like exponentially better than what the Broncos have. Without a doubt. I completely agree. I mean, you can make a case that any of those guys would be the Broncos number one, even with Samaje on the team. Yep. Number 16, the Lions. This is really interesting. Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery. It's a whole new, brand new running back room. I think they really downgraded. The, oh, the Lions from last year. It all depends on, so Jamal Williams' season last year was absolutely insane. Led the league in rushing touchdowns. That was an anomaly from what he typically does. So it just depends on what Jamal Williams doesn't he get. Hasn't he generally in his career had a nose for the end zone? I though? think so. Yeah. Those guys, man, you don't realize what you got till it's gone. Yeah. I love Jameer Gibbs, though. I do, too. But DeAndre Swift was also really good. I liked DeAndre Swift a lot. Um, so I... I don't know. I don't. I don't like. Did DeAndre Swift go to the Eagles? Did I remember he did. That he was straight to the Eagles for that. like a day three pick. Yeah, I'd love that for the yeah, Eagles. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm going Jam- Broncos here until I see if Jameer Gibbs is yeah. truly the Alvin Kamara or. I would have taken DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams over the Broncos. <laughs> wow, dang! So you really do think they they downgraded yes. quite big time? Then we're at the New Orleans Saints. Okay. And like. What shocks me is... I don't is, think they should be 15th. So, I agree with you, but what shocks me is when we get here, I mean, we're at 15, and I'm already thinking like, oh, okay, like, I really think the Broncos running back room is good, but now I'm like, there's actually, like, legit competition here. There's really good running backs in the NFL. A lot of teams have good rooms here. And that's twofold of conversations we've had today. One, about why the value isn't there. Yeah. Uh, because it's, it's not that hard to find good ones. And two, mm. why like guys like Tony Jones Jr. and Tyler Beatty just don't move the needle at all. Right, right. Because, you know, people are talking about like Jaleel McLaughlin. Yeah. Um, there's like undrafted guys who ran for like 30 touchdowns in college. Yep. Um, so there's just so many out there. It's kind of the same as wide receiver, but there's actually a little gap now between the elite wide receivers and the rest of the league. Yep. Um, which is true of running back, but yeah. 
Wouldn't you call Alvin Kamara an elite running back? Yes, absolutely. Here we are, 15. And they have Jamal Williams, who I just talked about how much I love. Yes, I mean, it, it, and man, that's such a good running back room. And yeah. now PFF says that Alvin is a couple seasons since his absolute peak, but he's still a really good player right now. Really good player. So are you putting the Broncos ahead of him? No. No. But okay. I don't think they should be at 15. Okay. Yeah. So, and so I'm probably moving them up to like eight sure. or something. And so we'll keep moving our way up. But it is interesting that we've hit our first team at 15 where there's a little snag here. So let's continue to look at this list. But Ryan, I, I was thinking about your golf tonight. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a perfect night for you to make it even better than that. Go to Illegal Pete's right oh. after that Twilight golf round. And if you can get there before 8 p.m., it's still happy hour. They've got happy hour from 3 to 8, and if you can't make it before happy hour ends, it doesn't really matter because Illegal Pete's is still so affordable. Their food is incredible, and their drinks are so good. You have a couple beers on the golf course, and then you go to happy, or you you go and get a marg after. Oh my gosh, what a perfect nightcap. So check out your friends over at Illegal Pete's tonight. It's also going to be perfect patio weather. No need to go inside at any of their amazing patios. They've got misters if it's a little too hot. So check them out. Illegal Pete's. They have tons of locations, not just in Colorado, but also down in Arizona. We did a little Mm -hmm. meetup Mm -hmm. in Arizona. So check them out. Food is amazing. Drinks are amazing. The deals are great. Yeah, and Illegal Pete's is one of the few places where I have multiple orders. Like I have a keto order at Illegal Pete's, um, which I'm trying to get back on that train right now. What would that be? Uh, Salad bowl. Ooh. So, you know, you just sub out the rice for yeah. salad. Do they have a nice vinaigrette? Uh, they do. Yes, a tomato vinaigrette that mm. is fire. Um, but I honestly just go like the the lettuce, steak, queso, Man. Um, cheese, sour cream. So like I make it more like a burrito bowl than a salad. Yep. But just without the carbs. My goodness, that sounds so good. Yeah. And I mean, you can't go wrong with a, a queso and steak burrito. Exactly. Oh my gosh. Exactly. Yeah. So then I have my steak and queso yep. burrito order. Then if I don't want a burrito, I'll go reverse nachos. Yep. Oh, I, there's not nachos. many places where I'm like, there's three different things I could get here on any given no. day. No. And if you really want to bulk, you go with uh, quesadilla with queso and oh, sour quesadilla. cream and guacamole. I mean, come on. Damn. All right, that hits. Uh, another thing that will enhance my evening tonight is some Breckenridge beers. Um, That's for sure. Love to get out on the course, have some Breckenridge beers. Um, we were debating, so currently for a couple more days, it is Mountain Beach Month here at the DNVR bar. Mm-hmm. Um, we were debating, like, what's it going to be in July? Got to be Strawberry Sky, right? It's got to be. We were saying it's got to be Strawberry Sky July. Yeah. Oh, man. Flows right off the tongue. Yep. yep. And uh, Flows right off the tongue. Hurt. Either way. <laughs> Perfect golf course beer, perfect patio beer, perfect pool beer, yep. beach beer, rooftop beer. Keep going. Keep going. All of the places Everything. that we drafted in the yep. best places to have a drink draft, uh, Strawberry Sky hits there. So you're saying it's a moon beer? <laughs> you're literally in the Strawberry Sky. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Yeah. <laughs> no one knows what, what beer hits right on the moon. Didn't they do? Yeah, we know wine. We know oh, maybe they drank wine. wine? Hits. Yeah, they did communion up there. Okay. Just a little taste of wine, I think. Let's Technically, they weren't juice. on the moon, though. Were they just floating around it? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Then, yeah, I guess you're right. No one knows. Honestly, you kind of picked the same thing twice. Plain beer and moon beer are pretty related. It's just 
inside of a vessel in the sky. I, I wish you could take a plane up to the moon. But I'm just saying you're just in a pressurized tube. It's true. Man. You might as well have taken a submersible beer oh while you were at it. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't have done that way too soon. Jeez. <laughs> Anyways, um, Strawberry Sky, all the Breck beers hit right. Uh, so get some for you today. Use the Breck Beer Locator to find the nearest ones to you. You're going to hate this next team up here just because you hate this team. And I think you're making it a bit now. The New York Jets are at 14 right here. They're the Jets. Um, and they have Brees Hall, who... Uh, <coughs> towards ACL people, against the Broncos. Yep, towards ACL against the Broncos. And a lot of people think he's the next Alvin Kamara um, nationally. As a Brees Hall dynasty fantasy owner, oh, I don't feel that way. I'm very worried about how he comes back from this injury. Mm, so you put the Broncos ahead of him. So they have Brees Hall and Michael Carter. Yep. Um, Javante's running back mate from North Carolina. Yep. And then Israel Abanaconda. Boom. Um, if... <laughs> if Brees Hall is Brees Hall, yeah, does this sound familiar? Uh huh. Uh, then they have a good case. Mm -hmm. If not, and Javante Williams is Javante Williams, then the Broncos are obviously ahead. It's really who recovers from their injury better. The advantage the Jets have here is it, it, Brees Hall is just a simple torn ACL. Right. That's true. That's true. So kind of putting the Broncos maybe slightly behind. It's like a tie to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So maybe, maybe since we had the Saints kind of right there, the, the, the Jets right here, maybe this is kind of where the Broncos fall. Mm -hmm. The Texans are 13th with Damian Pierce, who was just a beast as a rookie last year. Devin Singletary, who doesn't move me in any no, way. Doesn't, any Buffalo running back has never yeah. moved me. Yeah. Um, I take the Broncos here. Okay. I can get behind that. If Javante Williams is healthy, I yep. can get behind that. Then the Seahawks, Kenneth Walker, Zach Charbonnet. That's a better room. Okay. The Baltimore Ravens, and a big one is if J.K. Dobbins can mm -mm, regain his mm -mm. finishing speed in 2023. I would take mm, the Broncos. There's a lot of evidence against that. Yep. Yep. That's why I take the Broncos And then, here. like, Gus Edwards, another guy who just doesn't move. Yep. Doesn't move me. Uh, yeah, I would take the Broncos here too. And then Dallas with but Tony. I will say, the way we feel about J.K. Dobbins is probably the way the rest of the country feels about Javante. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. So ten, the Dallas Cowboys with Tony Pollard. And it doesn't Tony, even say anyone else's name. Tony Pollard. Yeah. Nope. Um, I'm trying to remember some some of the other guys they People had back there. Love Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard's nice. I don't think it's going to help him that Zeke isn't there anymore. I It'll agree. help his numbers. It yeah. won't help the yeah. overall running game. Yeah, yeah. So I, you could make a case for the Broncos yeah, here. I, I certainly think. It's not even a room. That's just a guy. Exactly. The Los Angeles Chargers with Austin Eckler leading the way. Eh. Austin Eckler's pretty good, but you can make a case for the Broncos here. Isaiah Spiller is the backup or Joshua Kelly. Yeah. I, I mean, those two don't move the needle. No. Eight. Eckler's got to be pushing 30 yeah yeah i think that's why they don't want to pay him a new contract yeah. that's why it really seems like this is his final year so you know what that means the Chargers are going to use the hell i wasn't out of confident him. when i said that almost 30 yeah <laughs> well he was in the league with melvin gordon i mean they drafted or they signed him 28 yeah there you go the new york giants at eight and this is probably where it's going to be hard to make an argument for the broncos well now you're getting to superstars yep exactly with uh -oh. saquon barkley at eight the Raiders at seven. They also have Matt Breida. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's good depth. 
Uh, the Raiders at seven with Josh Jacobs, who just led the NFL yeah. in rushing. There's some rumors going out there, maybe unsubstantiated, maybe substantiated, that he may not show up in week one if he's not given a deal. So, I mean, Josh McDaniels again? Why would... I mean, this is true of a lot of teams, but why would you show up for the Raiders? Especially with Josh McDaniels? Like, yeah, that exactly. ship's going down. That's what and, I mean. Uh, yeah, he may not be there, so yeah, I completely agree. This is why not being just an unhinged asshole all the time yeah. is kind of important. Yeah, it's as very like a true. manager exactly. at a job. Yep, yep. Especially when it's like a multi-billion-dollar organization in the limelight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I completely agree. So Josh is doing Josh things. Um, the Green Bay Packers with Aaron <clears throat> Jones and AJ Dillon. The Colts with Jonathan Taylor. Then Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb. Um, the Falcons at number two. I think the Packers are too high just for what it's worth. I agree with you. I agree with you. The Falcons, would you put the Broncos ahead of them? No. Okay, I agree. Falcons at two with Bijan Robinson is, that is pretty wild. Really crazy. Yes, it really is. He also had an undrafted rookie who had, did have a very good season last year, rushed for over a thousand yards as a rookie, something Philip Lindsay did. And Cordell Patterson. It's like a three headed yeah. monster of yeah. very good players uh, and potentially. A superstar in Bijan, but exactly. I just I wouldn't have been ready to put them at two yet. I agree. I'm right there with you. And then the 49ers. You mentioned Christian McCaffrey earlier. They are one. So I think the Broncos, where we kind of got to, there's kind of a, a couple of teams that they're tied with. It's somewhere between 15 and nine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 15 and nine. So borderline top 10. Yeah, borderline top, top third. 10. Yep, top third is where they are with Javante Williams. And that's, I kind of thought maybe we'd be able to make the case that they're top five, but it just shows how many good running backs there are. And how about this? What if they got Dalvin Cook? Oh, yep, yep. And I mean, you, that changes everything. Yeah, because we talked about how there's there's some teams on here that have some really good uh, three-headed monsters. The Broncos will probably be the best in terms of the three-headed, maybe outside of the Falcons, because the, the Falcons is pretty darn good. Don't look. I, I'm guessing you haven't scrolled this low. No. Where do you think they rank the Vikings who are not going to have Dalvin Cook? They have Alexander Madison and anyone else. A fifth round rookie last year who had six carries. Um, they're going to have them at 29. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. I just have to imagine that there's some really bad rooms. Um, can you guess who the worst one is? Oh, man. I don't think you will. A hint. Um, It honestly could have been the Chiefs going into last year, but people like Pacheco. West. West. um, The, uh, uh, it's not Seattle. It's not San Francisco. It's the Rams. Yep. Wow. Yep. Um, Because who do they, wait, do they still have, yeah. So people have completely fallen off with him. Says Cam Akers looks pretty good when he saw the ball in the final quarter of the season in 2022. After season-long trade rumors made it seem likely he would even finish, unlikely he would even finish the season on the Rams roster. He finished the season with an 80.4 PFF grade. Behind him, though, the Rams running backs just have 44 career carries. Given that, it wouldn't be a shock to see rookie Zach Evans, who forced 36 missed tackles on 144 carries at Ole Miss in 2022, play a significant ram, uh, significant role for the Rams. Also, if you wanted to stay west, same division. Cardinals are 31. Damn, the Cardinals could be so bad. I mean, it, it could be the Cardinals and the Rams that are fighting for that top pick. Yeah. What's unfortunate for teams uh, in the NFC West is like you would think like, oh, it's 
good that there's two really bad running back teams in the division. Yeah. Then you have the Niners Damn. and the Seahawks. Damn. So you're either playing terrible running back rooms yeah. or great yeah. running back rooms. Let's actually take a look at the rest of the AFC West where they stack up here and also see worst case scenario where the Broncos fall if Javante Williams isn't that healthy. But Ryan, I just keep thinking about your night tonight. Sounds like a great night and you're not going to want to forget your shady rays oh, on the true. golf course because while the sun will be coming down, it could be right in your eyes at times. Yep. And then also it's still going to be bright out when you're on the golf course in shady rays. Maybe you actually bring two pairs of shady rays. One that's like heavily tinted and of course polarized so that when the sun's beaming in your eyes, you got that pair. And then one for when the sun goes down, it's not as tinted. Maybe you go for that like golden uh, golden color lens yeah, yeah. where it's not as intense. And if you do that, you get 50% off if you use the code wow. DNVR over at Shady Rays because two or more pairs over at Shady Rays is 50% off by using that code DNVR. Get a couple pairs for yourself. Get a pair for yourself, pair for a family member or a friend. If you got birthdays coming up, you buy someone a gift and then you just get 50% off because you buy one for yourself. So check them out. ShadyRays.com. Use that code DNVR. They're the best polarized sunglasses out there. All right. Let's go down the list Okay, a, a dark place, Ryan. Um, and we've actually already touched on where the Chargers are, where the Raiders are. I think this is going to be set. Also, Eagles too low, I think, with DeAndre Swift and Rashad Penny. We haven't even got to them. Wow. <clears throat> I yeah. agree. Do you, you don't factor in Jalen Hurts here, but you, you kind of should. You should, because the th threat of him running makes it easier for the other running backs to run. And he does lower his shoulder and run the ball often. Yes. They're probably going to try and make him not do that anymore. But I would th after you pay him five years, $255 million, 179 million yeah. guaranteed. And he missed four games last year with a shoulder injury. Yeah. Probably wise to not. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that, that's a good point. So you have the Broncos at 20. You have the chiefs at 21 with Isaiah Pacheco. I am shocked that the chiefs aren't just getting the national love that they always get. Because you can make the case that Isaiah Pacheco is, should, should make them an average team. Mm -hmm. So I'm just I'm impressed by PFF for not just giving them, oh, they're the Super Bowl champs, the Chiefs, Pacheco. And I'll be honest, Pacheco's, you know, a very solid back. McKinnon is like the perfect fit for that offense, too. Yeah. Do you have nine or ten games with the touchdown? Yeah. In uh, a row last year? I mean, nine touch nine receiving touchdowns. Um, which would have led the Broncos by a lot. Gosh. Um, and Nine receiving? Forced 10 missed tackles on 60 catches. Jeez. Man, Henry would be going crazy over this. He'd just be eating this up right now, all this <laughs> Chiefs talk. <laughs> and then what's crazy is the third back is the first-round pick. Yeah, he sucks. And everyone's, yeah, giving up on him, rightfully so. So, yeah, the Chiefs, if Javante's not healthy, are obviously ahead of the Broncos here. Eagles. Yes. Yeah, I completely agree there. The Bengals, where Samaj P. Ryan left. Well, and we're talking about without Javante. Mm -hmm. Yep. They have Joe Mixon. Yep. Yep. So not, and Joe Mixon does have his, his issues, but right now it does seem like he's going to be playing. So, yep, the, the, I'm going the Bengals as well. The Bears, this is another interesting one. Do you include Justin Fields? I don't think the Bears are going to say don't run, Justin. You don't include Justin Fields, but you keep in mind that, like, remember, the Broncos had the best running game in the league when they had Tim Tebow. Yep. And it wasn't just Tim Tebow. It's just the threat of Tim Tebow forces the edges to stay right. home. Right. And it makes it harder to crash down on the run. So, Man, I mean, without Javante, 
I, I have to go to the Bears. I'm I not don't inspired. like any of these no, players. I'm, I'm not inspired by the Bears at all. My favorite player of the group is probably Roshan Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe you go Foreman with the year he had last year, but was that an anomaly? I mean, people yeah. thought he was, he started his own trekking company because he thought he was done with the NFL before the Panthers brought him in. He literally became a Foreman. He did. He seriously did. Um, so I give him the nod because they have depth. They have a couple of guys, but like, I'm not inspired. So maybe the Broncos don't actually drop <clears throat> as much as I thought here. 25, the Steelers, Najee Harris, Alabama guy, but I mean, he just certainly has not lived up to that billing. I mean, same draft as Javante, and Najee went ahead of him. And Javante certainly feels like the better pick right now. Yeah, I would still take the Steelers over the Broncos without, uh, if they don't have Javante. I agree. I agree. And then the Buffalo Bills, you get to uh, Dalvin Cook's brother, James Cook. Uh, Damian Harris. Wait, Devin are they S- actually related? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. no, they are. They are. Or they're cousins. They're either brothers okay, or cousins. Okay. Um, uh, Devin Singletary, Zach Moss. I don't know why the Buffalo Bills haven't gone after Dalvin Cook, um, Derek Christian Henry. McCaffrey, Derek Henry. It, they've been the most obvious team, and for some reason, they've just passed on all these I honestly guys. just think that they like look to their offensive coordinator and like, do you want Dalvin Cook? And he's like, I'm not going to give him the ball. <laughs> it's so <laughs> stupid, though. Uh, especially with the drama they've got going on and stuff. Just throw it 50 times a game. Man, it hasn't worked. Well, I mean, it has worked, but it hasn't worked yeah. for the final end goal. That's fair. I mean, I get the Bills have like four, two guys, like two-ish guys, like second running back guys of like four of them. Yeah. And I guess the Broncos would have one. If yeah. it's just Samaje, so I'm, I'm going, going through a Bills. very Bills esque situation in the Madden League right now. Mm. Um, I have by far the best passing attack in the league. Uh, and then I drafted a sick running back and I'm trying to develop him. Yep. But I'm just giving away free yards every time I run the ball instead of passing it. So I played you earlier this year, which was last week. Um, and. Uh, I felt like Vance Joseph yeah. felt um, every time you ran the ball it and you got five, seven yards, you probably average six, eight yards per carry or something. It felt like a win for me Yeah, because you weren't going to score a touchdown. Likely it wasn't going to be a 75 yard play. Um, and that is the exact same thing as the bills. I know. I'm like, I have four chances to pass the ball for 10 yards. Justin Herbert completes 70% yeah, of his passes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah it's it, pretty hard to stop me it, if I've just passed the ball on every play. And that's why they did that so long yes. in Buffalo with yes. Josh Allen. Um, okay. Now we're at the commanders. Brian Robinson Jr. Um, was their lead guy out of Alabama last year. Then you also have Antonio Gibson, who's good out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. Um. I would still take Washington. Yep, I have to as well. Carolina Panthers, they have Miles Sanders. You know pretty well being a former Eagle. It was never a Miles Sanders They fan. lost Foreman. They have uh, Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard. Yep. <sighs> so now it really comes down to Miles Sanders. They have a guy Samaje. who started in the Super Bowl. That's true. It's true. Oh. Samaj didn't start, but he has played in the Super Bowl. And Miles Sanders did have almost did have over fourteen hundred yards last year rushing in the playoffs and regular season. So there you go. There's no way. And now here you go, the Minnesota Vikings. Dalvin Cook is gone. Alexander Madison. Now we're talking about Okay, they're in the same position as the Broncos. Who do you like better? Alexander Madison or Samaj P. Ryan? I uh, I think I would 
Take the Broncos. I'm going to go Samaje. Yeah. I agree. And now let's just round it out. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, Rashad White. Chase Edmonds. Wasn't Rashad White, like, undrafted? Um, I believe <coughs> so. So, yeah, I would take the Broncos here. Uh, the Broncos had Chase Edmonds last year, and he did nothing. nothing. Um, Arizona Cardinals. This one's weird because they James have... Connor? They have, like, a starting... I think they put him too low. I think so, too. Unless James Conner really dropped off last year, and I just wasn't aware of it, but, like, he produces. He's the same thing as uh, Jamal Williams. Veteran yep. back with the nose for the end zone. That's very true. And then the Rams as well. So, yeah, Broncos without Javante, bottom five running back room. With Javante, they're a top third room. And honestly, Ryan, we don't know the ceiling for Javante Williams yet. He had a great rookie season. Started off a bit slow last year before getting hurt. And... Uh, we don't know what his ceiling is. I think he can be he can be a top five running back in the NFL. We just haven't seen it enough to say, like, yes, he should be competing with the Derrick Henrys of the world. Yep. Uh, Embo says, why P. Ryan is a very good back in his own right. I wouldn't go as far as to say very good. I would say he's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and having a running back room, again, we're talking about without Javante, yeah. if that were to be the case, is a good back. And then two, for lack of a better term replacement players yeah um that's just a very bad room and samaje he's never been a one and so you are rolling the dice big time especially a guy that's 240 pounds you see him and you're like oh my gosh i mean he has a beard like kimbo slice he's kind of built like him and you're like oh my goodness i was hoping i didn't mess that one up so (laughs) i I nailed it um i mean he is just he's huge can he sustain 20 carries a game now if we're talking about you're the Buffalo Bills and you're not going to do that, but Sean Payton, I think, is going to want to run the football. Now, if they lose Javante, touch wood, I don't think they're going to rely on the run as much, but I don't think Sean Payton in week one is going to want to drop Russell Wilson back 55 oh, times. God. He's going to want to rely on the running game to an extent, and you just would have no one on the roster outside of Samaje that's really ever played in the NFL, and then Samaje himself has never been the one. So it's that that scares the hell out of me. There's a reason why the Broncos are in the mix for Dalvin Cook. Yeah. And I honestly think the only hesitation that I think if they were, I don't know, uh, the word isn't confident. If they felt as if Javante wasn't going to be ready this season, I think they would have already pulled the trigger and just given Dalvin what he wanted. I think so, too. Um, But since they're still kind of monitoring the situation, it's like uh, they're looking they're like watching tennis like. Javante, Javante, Dalvin. I'm just like looking. How's he doing? Is he better? All right, we can wait a little bit on Dalvin. Yeah. You know, like the good news is the Broncos should have really good relations with Javante and his eight or not Javante Dalvin, with, yeah. with Dalvin and his agent because not only did George Payton draft him, George Payton also gave him an extension, so has a lot of connection, a lot of goodwill there. So the Broncos could benefit from that by the Vikings or by by Dalvin's side saying, okay, we got this offer. Here's what it is, and telling the Broncos what it is to see if they want to match or not instead of just taking that offer. Uh, it really seems like the Dolphins are the front runners for him, and it really seems like Dalvin's actually going to get paid. And so the Broncos may now not just be weighing where, where Javante's health is, but where Javante's health is compared to a high price tag for Dalvin. Yeah, for sure. And we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. It's going to be... It's going to be interesting. It is going to be interesting. And we've got a company meeting, so we can't hit questions right now. Um, but copy your questions on today's pod. we got a lot, actually, for tomorrow's pod, oh, no. and we'll make sure to hit them. 
of course, the day that we don't have time for it. We have yep. a very strict hard out is the day <laughs> yeah. that we get a bunch of questions. Yep. Sorry, guys. Yep. I was uh, I was talking to someone who's running the meeting. I was like, we'll be there right when our show ends 11-ish. And they're like, no, you're going to be there at 11. So we'll make sure to be there at 11. Sheesh. <laughs> wasn't me. I'll see you guys later. <laughs>